Okay, so the most listened to episode on this ADHD Big Brother thingy here, this podcast situation, is the one on affirmations and how I'm not crazy about them. And I've received multiple emails and DMs asking me to dig a little deeper. So I went out and bought a shovel. Let's get to digging. You are listening to ADHD Big Brother, the podcast for adults struggling with their ADHD and comorbid depression symptoms. I'm your host, Russ Jones, author of Descending to the Top, believer that you can actually have a smile in your life despite this diagnosis. So let's make some sense out of this struggle. Let's learn some stuff. Let's laugh at some stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, here's some stuff. Welcome to the podcast, you guys. Oh, that's a nice hype. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. How's your Monday going? Or if whatever day you're listening to, how does that particular day going for you? I hope it's going good. Uh, Right off the top, let's do some announcements because that's what you do at the top. You make the announcements. The first one I'm super excited about because I met somebody today, literally hours before I sat down to record this. She's super cool. I talked to her on DM on Instagram, Michelle Gordon. She's an author of many, many, many books. She's got ADHD, and she wrote a book where the main character has ADHD. We all need to go out and get this book and support Michelle and be like, hey, yeah, more books about ADHD main characters. Come on now. It's called The Girl Who Loved Too Much, and you can get it on Amazon. And you know what? I'm putting a link in the uh, in the show notes. So shout out to you, Michelle. You kick But the other announcement is that the course is almost complete. The course that is going to end your task paralysis. Oh, you're going to overcome your lack of motivation. You're going to be able to finish what you start. You're going to get 14 days of nudges. That's almost done. I'm super excited about it. I filmed all day yesterday. We edited it all up. And it's, uh, I'm super excited about it. So it should be releasing very soon. If you guys want an alert, if you want to be notified of when it's available, click on the link. Uh, Just drop your email and you will get informed when it is available. Alrighty, so let's dig a little deeper into the affirmation situation. Um, I think maybe I'll start by, I'll talk about a goal that I have. Uh, It's a six-year goal. I'm going to renovate an RV, a fifth-wheel RV, and I'm going to live in the United States traveling from place to place. I'm going to live in nature and help you guys remotely that is my dream. And so that's a, that's my goal. It's a, it's it's 6 years in the future because that's when my kid graduates high school. And with any big goal with ADHD, especially for those of us that have uh, depression, we can multiply this by 10. Uh, it's very difficult to be positive about potential because of our historical negativity, right? It's like we're not good enough, we're convinced that we're not good enough, and it can be very frustrating to trying to adopt a functioning positive perspective. And so we try these affirmations. We're so sick of not liking ourselves. Like, when is that going to end? So these affirmations then become this, it's like a word battle that we have with our brains. So at what point can I just fucking be okay with myself? Like, why does my brain have to tell me that I'll never be able to afford my dream, that I'm not good enough, that I don't know enough? And we try to write it down a bunch of times, or we try to speak it over and over again into the mirror, and then nothing seems to change. And then I start to feel hopeless. 
That, that's how it worked for me. It's, and that's why I'm here talking about it. Because if you're like me, then you might sink deeper into depression when these affirmations don't seem to be working. Affirmations to me, they're like a soggy band-aid covering up a wound. It doesn't really stick because it's all mushy and gross and the wound is not healing because of the band-aid. The band-aid just maybe takes the sting away. It's a surface level thing. So maybe the affirmation after a while, maybe I could muster up some kind of a positive feeling, which is more like an acting exercise, you know, trying to work yourself into a feeling. Like back in my acting days, that's what you do. You connect to your pain or your pleasure, and then you can manufacture your emotional truth. And that's great. But that doesn't really last. It's like, how long can you stay in a state of like blissful confidence that the world is all going to work out for you? Is that, is that even a thing? It, it, that, that to me, it sounds like a delusion. Because the, the brain eventually it's going to start chiming in again. So maybe in the moment it numbs the pain, but it doesn't cure it. If you're like me, then affirmations don't work. And that's why I say if you're anything like me, because I, I accept that you might be an affirmation person. You might think that I'm doing them wrong, that I'm using the wrong verb. Maybe I'm saying the wrong sentence. I'm not emotionally connected to the words enough, or maybe I didn't say them enough for long enough. I accept that if you are an affirmation enthusiast, that perhaps you might think I'm full of shit. I accept. And now I would like to propose the ADHD big broski fixeruski. We've all got this rejection from our past and it's hardwired a lot of autopilot thinking, right? These uh, beliefs that we have of ourselves that simply aren't true, but they're embedded in our school spaghetti. We're trying to rewire this autopilot in this brain of ours, but we can't do that on the surface level, like on the conscious level. Autopilot, it's, it's not conscious. It's deeper. It's in the black hole abyss of our subconscious mind. These are our automatic thoughts. To get past them, uh, you, technically you got to go to therapy, right? Or read a couple of really good books on cognitive behavioral therapy and do that journal work. Thought records. Google it. You're welcome. So let's talk about this mental journey. How do we get down to that subconscious mind? I had a wonderful hypnotherapist who explained to me this mental process, and it totally jived with me. I, it made all the sense in the world. Let's say we want to start a business, and so we have this great idea, and we're, we're doing affirmations. We look in the mirror, and we say, I'm successful. Money flows to me in abundance. I'm abundantly abundant. And what happens is we're consciously saying this, so then the brain takes that information and says, okay, is that, wait, that's what you're saying? I'm going to take this, I'm going to go downstairs, and we're going to find out uh, if it's true. I mean, I believe you, but I got to just, I I trust you, but I got to verify. And it takes those sentiments down into the dungeon of the subconscious mind where the trolls of our truth live. And the brain's like, hey, trolls, Russ says he's got a successful uh, business and money and abundance. And he, I mean, he said the word abundant a lot. So I'm thinking that's kind of a big deal. Does he believe that? And the trolls, they start laughing and they sit there and they're, they're like... Clickety clack on the computer, and then they print out this uh, this long laundry list of data, and they like, oh, he tried to start a business before it, it failed, and his bank account currently says that it's not abundant. So I don't know what you want me to tell you about that. Just take this piece of paper upstairs and tell him he's full of shit and he knows it. And uh, oh, remind him that he's not good enough and he's unlovable. I just I don't need you coming back down here. And the brain's like, oh, okay, all right. And then that's how we end up feeling, like we're full of shit and that we feel hopeless. Welcome back, depression. Our ADHD brains are way too powerful. 
The subconscious mind and this brain of ours, it's insanely good at what it's doing. And it's an asshole. And it's not an asshole like in the mean way, you know. It's like in the way of like, you know, it's just telling it like it is. Unfiltered. I'm just being honest. It's that kind of an asshole. And you tell yourself in the mirror, I love myself. I love myself. And your brain is like, really? Really? You're going to make me go down and talk to the trolls again? I know what they're going to say. And that brings us to task formations, which is if you listen to episode 21, it's what I believe is a more efficient, active, more fun way of rewiring our subconscious mind to do the tasks that are in alignment with our ideal vision of ourselves. So that, that represent a new thought about ourselves. So with these task formations, instead of saying to the mirror over and over again, I love myself, I love myself, or I'm good enough, and blah, 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 we do something that is in alignment with that thought that proves that the affirmation is true. So if, if we go for a walk, well, going for a walk is a self-care type of thing. It's something that somebody that loves themselves would do. Therefore, you're doing a task that's in alignment with loving yourself. In the moment, they may not be these astronomical things, but over time, you might notice that your self-worth levels up. And that's what I've noticed about myself. When you do these simple gestures or tasks, and while you're doing them, you know the reason, and you're making sure that you're reminding yourself through, like the thought you want to adopt. I set a timer for 10 minutes to clean. This is something that my ideal vision of myself does because they care about their environment and they feel good about when they do something for themselves. It's a whole lot of fluff going into a shitty task, but it's a data point for the trolls. They have to acknowledge it. Today I went for a walk and I enjoyed the fresh air because that's what someone who loves themselves does to take care of their physical and mental health. I'm taking care of myself. Write that down, you freaking trolls. You know, I'm not chanting it over and over again as I walk. I'm enjoying my walk. I might just take five seconds to acknowledge, hey, this is something good that I'm doing for myself. This is proof that I care about myself. Cool. Put that in the computers, you subconscious trolls. And then I go back to my walk. These little hat tips to ourselves, they don't change everything about everything. It maybe gives us a burst of feeling good in the moment, which is great. Or maybe it doesn't, That's not, which is fine. It's not the aim or the expectation, and it, it shouldn't be judged it's like um, it's like physical exercise. You know, it's if we weighed ourselves 10 times a day, we'd be heavier and lighter throughout the day. So it's not really it's not really an appropriate gauge of our weight to do that. It would definitely create a roller coaster of emotions, be like, what's happening? Oh, now I'm better. What? However, maybe by adopting healthy habits or maybe a simple routine and then weighing, you know, like once a week or every couple of weeks at the same time of day, those check-ins, they might actually be more fruitful and accurate of how we're trending. But over time in these task formations, I'll notice, hey man, I haven't been beating myself as much as I was a couple months ago. That's cool. My environment is cleaner than it normally is because I've been putting in these task formations. That's a sign that I'm reprogramming my brain. Know that this is a process. I want to set the, the right expectation. It's like in meditation. You don't meditate for 30 minutes and now, oh my God, I'm enlightened. My third eye just popped out of my forehead and I'm, I'm awake. That doesn't happen. You don't go to the gym and lift weights for 30 minutes and then suddenly you have these ripped biceps and you're a bodybuilder. It's similar to task formations. You don't clean your living room and now you're good enough. Maybe in the moment there's a burst of a feeling and on, acknowledge it if it happens, but it's not the expectation. It's an overtime boost in self-worth, which is cool. 
Hopefully this helps you guys. My big challenge to you this week is to give the goddamn trolls some good data points that prove that you are the ideal vision that you have of yourself. Do some very easy task that's in alignment with that vision and then make sure the trolls file it appropriately. As always, guys, if you have any questions about any of this stuff, reach out. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to serve. And if you got value out of this, if you do me a favor, if you're on iTunes, uh, could you leave a review on, on iTunes? And if you're on Spotify, rate it on Spotify. That really helps me out. And with that, I hope you guys have a fantastic week. And I'll talk to you later. Later.